0: Greetings. I'm Noel Deer. Welcome to today's Daily Devotion. I hope these next few minutes will encourage you as you seek to learn God's Word and abide with Christ. Our focus today is in a brand new book, The Gospel According to John. We'll be looking at chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. But as we begin, I want to give you a little background, a little prologue for The Gospel According to John. Uh, John, the human author, is John. John was a disciple and an apostle for Christ. Uh, John and his older brother, James, were called in scripture, the sons of Zebedee. Jesus called John and James the sons of thunder. Now, this James is different from the James who wrote the book of James. That's a, a different person altogether. But there were three people, three disciples who were particularly close to Jesus, uh, John and his brother, James and Peter. And so this is an account of the life of Jesus by one of those who was closest to Jesus. Now, after the ascension of Jesus, after the death, burial, resurrection and ascension of Jesus, John became one of the pillars of the church in Jerusalem. And then, after some time, John moved to Ephesus to help with the church there. It was in Ephesus that he wrote the gospel according to John that we'll be studying now. John also wrote some other books in the Bible. He wrote 1 John, Second John, and 3 John, and he wrote the book of Revelation. Uh, So let's focus on uh, the gospel according to John. It's interesting that... The, this, this gospel is unique amongst the four because at the end of the book or near the end of the book, uh, it, we, we see the exact purpose of the book. And in John chapter 20, verse 31, let me just read this. John wrote, these things are written. The, the gospel of John is written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah the son of God, and that by believing you have life in his name. And so John says, I write this so that you will know who Jesus is and you will believe in him. So let's look together. Let's learn who Jesus is. Many people believe that Jesus is just a teacher or a philosopher or an activist or a sage or a prophet. And and Jesus in a sense uh, is all of those things But Jesus is much, much more, and we'll see that here in the gospel according to John. Verse 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Now, notice that the first three words of the gospel of John are the same as the first three words of the book of Genesis, the very beginning of the Bible, and there's some significance there. In Genesis, we see the story of how God created the world. Now, in John, we're going to see the story of how Jesus recreates the broken world. John here calls Jesus the Word. Now, we'll see confirmation of this when we get down to verse 14, which will take us a few days. Uh, But just know right now that when you see the word Word in John chapter 1, it's referring specifically uh, to Jesus. Now, why would John called Jesus the word? Well, a few reasons. Jesus is the eternal wisdom and the will of God. In that sense, he is the word of God. Jesus fully expresses the image and the character of God. And so in that sense, he is the word of God. I think about how The book of Hebrews begins. I'll read to you just a little bit of that. Hebrews chapter one, verse two says, in these last days, God has spoken to us by his son. So God has spoken to us, how? By his son, by sending his son. His son, Jesus, is the word of God. And then I think of Hebrews one, three, the very next verse, Uh, the son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact expression of his nature. What do we know about God? Well, what we know about God is what we see in Jesus. Jesus is the word of God. You know, when I speak, my words are an expression of my thoughts. And so God expresses his thoughts in Jesus. Jesus is the word of God. Now, John writes here that the word was with God. That little preposition with is important here, and it teaches us a couple of of important things. First, it tells us that the word is distinct from God. If you are with someone, that means that you're close to them in proximity, but you're distinct from them. The word, uh, Jesus, God the Father, the word was with God. So he was close, but he was distinct. But the word with also emphasizes that Jesus, the Word, and God the Father were in close, intimate fellowship uh, throughout eternity. The Word was with God. Now, John also writes that the Word was God. Jesus is not less than God, He is not different than God. Jesus is not merely an image of God or a reflection of God. He says here that Jesus is God. The word is God. Now, we don't have the Holy Spirit uh, mentioned in these verses. The Holy Spirit will be mentioned later. But what we do see here is the calculus of the Trinity. What we learn is that there is one God, the Father, the Son, and later we'll learn about the Spirit, there is one God. It says, the Word was God. And this one God exists in three persons. There is God the Father, but there's also God the Son, God the Word, and later we'll see that there's God the Spirit. So the Father and the Son are distinct in their persons, but they're unified in their nature. God and Jesus share the same wisdom. God and Jesus and the Spirit share the same will. They share the same perfections. They share the same heart. They share the same character. They share the same attributes. But they, but they are distinct in their person and in their roles. Now I know that that can be difficult to understand, but I'll give you an encouraging word. All of the themes that are going to be introduced in the first maybe. A dozen verses of John chapter one. All of these themes, and there will be many of them, will be explained further as we go through the book of John. This is a little bit like the table of contents for all that we're going to study as we walk through this book in the days to come. Now let's look at verse two. It says, He was with God in the beginning. The word Jesus was with God in the beginning. Now we see this phrase again in the beginning but here it has a little different purpose it's reminding us that jesus was not created at some point in time it wasn't that god was uh there and god is eternal and then at some later point in time jesus came on the scene no it says here that in the beginning jesus was already there in the beginning the word was already there Jesus is as eternal as God is eternal. In the beginning, Jesus was already there. I can't wait to study the rest of the Gospel of John and learn more about Jesus. So thanks for watching today and listening. Join us again as we work our way through this book. If you're on YouTube, please hit the like and subscribe buttons. That really helps us get the word out. On your favorite podcasting app, just search for Pastor Noel's Daily Devotions. Further info at NoelDeer.com. I hope you have a great day as you seek to abide in Christ.